up, guys? H hashtag HQT is back on the web. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's been a long, long time. And a lot has happened since then. Um, funny part right now, the way we're recording is 10%, not 10%, 1,000% social distancing. Um, we're just recording through video chat and so if the audio sounds a little sketch at times that is why thank you zoom <laughs> we are not this sponsored by zoom but if you want to sponsor us go ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so it's good to be back guys i know that last time we told you about all of our hopes um and our ideas for the next couple podcasts um that we kind of wanted to sideline that for a week and really dive into what the seasons look like for us, um, how it's challenging us, how it's growing us. Um, because I think we're all coming out or we're all going to come out of quarantine with different like hopes and stuff. And one hope I think uh, that I keep hearing is that like, we don't come back the same. We don't come back like this never happened. So I think it's important to address what is this looking like? Where are we right now? Yeah. So, Claude, I really want to know from you, what is the most quarantine thing you've been, you've done? Okay, um, definitely I did the, the Dalgona coffee, um, challenge. Um, I don't have TikTok. I will not download TikTok ever. Um, <laughs> but I did that challenge, but I think the biggest thing has been baking. Um, the baking trend in the world right now is soaring up and people are buying flour and yeast like no other. Um, yes. So baking has been my way of coping and um, feeding my tummy of delicious bread and sweets um, that I made. Um, one of the best things that I've made so far that I think was like the absolute best bread that I baked was a French baguette. So, ah. and I did like a little balsamic and olive oil vinegar action with that. So that was, I think that's my most quarantine-esque activity. <laughs> I feel like this week feels like my most quarantine week because I've done a lot of the quarantine things that I have been putting off. So this week, three TikToks have been made. Mm. <laughs> I'm baking banana bread today. Um, my mom made the coffee yesterday that you're talking about. And then I was definitely puzzling yesterday. Um, and I've gone on walks while listening to a podcast and an audiobook this week. <laughs> so I think that's like all the mainstream quarantine things. But I haven't baked like starter dough. Like I haven't done like what you've done, like if I get from scratch. It's like banana bread is like a step down from that. Mm. I need to start. Uh, my next challenge is to make sourdough bread. So you have to do like, you have to do a, like the starter sourdough yeast kind of thing. Like you have to make your own yeast, mm -hmm. but that takes time. So it will take time. <laughs> yeah. One, one step at a time. We still have a couple more weeks of quarantine. <laughs> oh yeah. How long has lockdown been extended till what? July now? End of July? wow crazy well um yeah so what we are hoping to talk about are just like some tidbits of what quarantine life has been like um also we have a huge announcement to make 
We are official college alumni. Oh, gasp. So, yeah. Oh. Laugh. We graduated college. It was very, um, my friend Laura said it really well. I think she said there's something really funny about taking your final exam of your college education from your childhood bedroom. <laughs> Snaps. But we did it. It's it's so so crazy. Um, we are now official college graduates, and mm-hmm. um, we are living our lives back in our homes. <laughs> um, it's just been very interesting and very fun. Um, but yeah, it's you know post grad life. What what does that look like? What does that mean? Who are we? <laughs> So, Claire, do tell me, did we have a graduation? Ooh, that is the question of the century. Um, no, we did not have a graduation. But I think out of all the colleges that I've seen with the responses on graduation, our college, our university has definitely been, like, the best. Um, so our president, Bobby B., we love you. Um, is we're, is um, kind of pushing forward for us to graduate sometime in August. And um, hopefully that will come to place and things will be a lot better around that time. Um, so that's postponed. And um, we didn't really have an official graduation. But on the day we were supposed to graduate, he sent us um, a celebration video and whatnot. So, <laughs> yeah, I think looking at a lot of other colleges, yes, Point Loma has not necessarily been super clear. Like, this is what it's going to be and what it's going to look like, but that's because they can't, yeah. and that's changing every single day. But they've told us what their hope is, which I think is great because that's something that can't change. And their hope is that we graduate in August. Um, so, yeah it's hard and it's a weird place and it's interesting because you're like, when do I send out my graduation announcements or, you know, things like that. But I do think it's a great reminder also of like the point on the community being so for you and stuff that like, they're not willing to end the conversation like a lot of other colleges have where they've just done virtual graduations um, or stuff like that. So that's exciting. And I think it's something that's been really helpful too to me. I know um, there's only been one other graduating class um, since Point Loma has been in San Diego that didn't graduate in the Greek. I mean, our plan is to graduate in the Greek if we can. Um, but that class actually has been known for having like the highest attendance at reunions and the most engagement. And a lot of that comes from what they think has really like bonded people together and that disappointment and stuff. Um, and I think our class is a class that like sometimes is actually really, really engaged and really active at Loma. Mm-hmm. But we come, we don't always come together in that same unity aspect. I think we're all for each other. And we know each other, but we don't really have that rallying together. Yeah. And this seems like a spot that like it could really grow into. Um, and both Claude and I are also going to be on the reunion committee. Mm, so, spoiler alert. <laughs> we're able to be in some sense like 
involved in the future things to come of how our class comes together, which I think is also really hopeful. Like leaving Loma, that's been so joyful to know that like, I still feel involved. And I think everyone as alumni like leaves Loma and they're still involved. You're still rooted in a place that's grown you so much, but it's really easy to feel like, oh, that's totally behind me. Is that growth behind me? Is that chapter closed? But really like, I'm only going to continue to grow from what I learned at Loma. So it's never really closed in that aspect. Um, So yeah, I know that that's just like a really tangible way for me of being like, I know that there's a day to come that I will be back at Loma with whatever reunion aspect bring to fruition yeah yeah and also is it are you even surprised that the hannah and i are on the senior community come on i love being an alumni we we are the most uh, loma spirited people ever but somebody told me they were like yeah i voted for or i nominated you because you seem like you'd actually be excited to be on the committee and i was like that sounded like interesting comment but very true comment (laughs) (laughs) we can't really say bad because like I actually was excited when I got the email (laughs) yes yeah I was like I don't know what that says for everyone else but yeah I was excited but yeah so that's just to say that I think our, our university is going above and beyond um for what they need to do like truly um they don't necessarily it's a privilege to graduate um, like, but to, to say not like, you know, obviously you're going to graduate, but it's a privilege to have to walk and have to have all the ceremonies and all the glitz and glam. And I think it's, it's sweet for our university to even try to, to get to those points because they love us and they care for our, our community and for our class. And, um, yeah, these are the moments where I'm really grateful that I went to this university. Um, mm-hmm. so Shout out to Point Loma, Nazarene University. Um, If you're a senior in college and you're looking for a school to go to, whether you're a Christian or not, I definitely recommend for you to check this out. But Not sponsored, but again, we're open to sponsorship. We're so open to that in this time (laughs) of quarantine life. (laughs) So... I mean, last time, I think it was around February that we had our podcast and now so much has happened till May. What are things that you feel like you've really been like enlightened to or encouraged in or like challenged to press in? I know that's kind of like a loaded question, but like somewhere to start in. Yeah. Yeah. So, my gosh, um, processing everything from like, February like spring break to all the way up to like you know graduating right now has been it's been it's it's been a it's been a ride honestly and I don't I would not say that I fully processed everything um I think it'll take a long time for me to actually process these things um I mean to be honest like part of me is like refusing to process a lot of them because there's just so much to it that I'm in a space where I don't really know what aspect to tackle. Um, But it has been very challenging to kind of look back the past four years and realize that, you know, like next summer after, you know, when August hits, I'm not going back to Loma to for our 
new student orientation or our lead week. And, you know, I don't hold those positions or those spaces anymore. And um, that's a lament that I've been going through. And like, I guess I guess a big thing is I've been lamenting a lot of things in this season. Um, and to say that lamenting is good and lamenting is so needed and so called for for you to actually be healthy and move on. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think if anything, this has been a very long season of lament and kind of like really trying to lean into those hard questions and hard feelings and emotions that I don't necessarily want to, to face right now, um, which is different because I'm a person who would rather mm. face them. But yeah. Hannah, how about you? How, where are you at in this weird season we're in? <laughs> um, I think so. We left like the week after spring break, which um, I always say like to leave on <laughs> leave on a high note is always something that's really good. Um, and even though it wasn't really a high note to have it so abruptly, it was a really high note to have some of my last memories with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, really be those like adventures and stuff with them, um, which I'm so grateful for. But I also look in hindsight that like senior year, I was running really fast with a lot of things. Um, and even when I took like stepped back from some leadership roles and had tried to have more boundaries or tried to refocus on like what I actually need to do. Um, it still was like a lot of burnout from it and stuff. And I know that that was something I had looked at was like most of the jobs I'm in, most things I'm involved in are so tied to Loma that when I graduate, that's a really abrupt, like, Friday to Saturday, <laughs> close mm-hmm. of those chapters. Um, so I keep kind of joking um, in probably like a lament, but serious way that like, oh my goodness, like God knew that I could not walk away from those things. Um, and some somehow those doors had to be closed in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's been like a natural progression then now in the quarantine aspect, a lot of those roles have taken different shapes. So I was able to like continue my role as an RA or working for the alumni office, but it looked a lot different. Um, and it was a lot more challenging just figuring out how to adapt it with like this virtual connection. Um, but it was something really good to pour into and reap from and then gracefully walk away from. Um, so yeah, now those things are closed as of last week, they're all done. Um, and I have a lot more time to myself in quarantine. Um, and I was laughing, I was thinking about last year, um, I studied abroad for the summer and I lived in Prague. Um, part of that decision was knowing that like, I'm so tied to my friendships and so tied to my relationships that like, I really need to grow independently and be able to like sit alone with my thoughts and sit alone with God and be able to wrestle with them and let that like be okay and be enough. And now I'm looking at it and now I don't want to, and I, I feel like I, I've adapted and been able to stretch um, and really love my time alone. But I'm laughing because now I don't want to be alone. And it's not because of that reason that it used to be of like, I simmer too much of my thoughts if I was alone. Now I'm just like, because COVID's telling me that I can't see anyone. Like, that's why I don't want to be alone. Um, it's just this like extreme opposite um, side of the scale. So quarantine's weird. 
it goes through different waves and so much of it, like you said, is like a lament and tied to other things um, and other transitions. So I think it's something that has made me feel really raw and that's mm. something I'm grateful for that I hope to come out of it with a lot more mindfulness of realizing that like Monday will feel like a really good day and really productive and Tuesday mm. will feel like a really hard day and not much um, has probably mm. changed between Monday and Tuesday except something about my perspective and my mood something feeling like this day is just one more day of quarantine um, but I have to really choose how to respond to that of what's healthy for me in that moment. So that's something I want to take out of quarantine with is that like mindfulness of what do I need, you know, body, heart, and soul. Um, Cause that also changes in quarantine of like some days I really need a walk around the block. Some days I just need to like sit and read. And some days I need to pick up the phone and call a friend and other days, those things like don't work. Other days, if I call a friend, it's just like, it's too much because I really need time by myself and with God. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's something that's taught me a lot more, just like grace and compassion um, for myself and for others in such a weird season. And that everything is so compounded that it's really hard to just will yourself out of something. Um, and it's really hard for other people too. So I know that was a, a long ramble. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, those are like such true and like honest emotions and kind of like the waves of life that we're going through. Um, If anything, like I really want to share to anyone who's listening that if you're ebbing and flowing into the season of like, there's such high highs and there's such low lows, it's, that's okay. Um, This is a season where it's really hard where we're kind of like forced to be in places where we have no choice and um, to others. And this is also to acknowledge that to others, this has been an everyday lifestyle. There's been many times, many people who've lived their life like this and, um, and to say that for, for people who are privileged enough to only experience this, um, in this season, um, is to say like this is a moment where maybe one can really see the um, the injustices and the impacts of um, people's choices and decisions. Um, yeah, I don't know if that made any sense, but I, I think I'm I'm getting to a point where I'm just saying that. Um, Yes, this is hard and this is something that we're lamenting. But to say that to the majority of people who are probably um, experiencing quarantine life, this is only going to be a blimp of an experience that you will always remember. But to acknowledge and to know that there are many more people who, who live through this kind of life after and before quarantine. And to say that, um, and to and to um, encourage people that we should um, walk in a lot of more compassion and grace, like what Hannah was saying. That I think this is a time where we can really lean into those kind of rhythms and disciplines to learn what does compassion look like and what does um, really empathizing and walking in solidarity with another person look like. Um, 
these are very unprecedented times. And I know you've probably heard that like a million times and you've heard a million podcasts about COVID. But we really just wanted to check in and to say like, this is how we're doing after all the things that's happened. Um, and we're continuing to do this podcast because we, we want to hold on to hope and we want to hold on to some excitement and spark in our lives. And so, yeah, that's kind of just at least my hope and the hope that we want you to have is that this becomes a, a break, um, a little fun thing to listen to in your quarantine lifestyle. <laughs> but yeah, Hannah, do you have any more to add? To say? Yeah, I, I really liked um, that you brought up that acknowledgement of like the privilege in it. Um, and that's been such an eye-opening thing for me and very yeah I don't know I'm like <laughs> trying to find the right words to even address it but I think we also um can really see through the situation of like how our choices are not really just for our own mm-hmm. affect just our own lives they affect the lives of those around us and like having to make a choice not just for you but for other people um so that's something that I really realized now like hearing more and more like stories and stuff um, of how things could just get are so intertwined. Mm-hmm. So I think the COVID is just painting like one glimpse of that, um, of how like we do things and they're not really just for us. They're for a greater community and they're for great people. And like, yeah, I know the words that I'm saying aren't even like doing it justice, but um, yeah, how to make choices that really just don't just affect you. They affect so much more. Mm-hmm. Um is really important and really important to understand like where do I have privilege that's really blindsiding me from things that I'm not affected by um and like that this is just a way of life for a lot of people um yeah so what are you going to do with that information um and right now it's like holding a lot of empathy mm-hmm. um and trying to figure out what I what I can do in that conversation so yeah. I appreciate that Clint mm. Yeah, so we so this is just a quick episode. Um, we didn't want to go too long with it. Um, just a quick update on life and our plans moving forward. Um, and we're so excited to be part of um, a drive or a walk that you will take um, while listening to this podcast. And we deeply appreciate you as somebody who even decides to click on this podcast and listen to two alum graduate gals um (laughs) figuring out their life and world um amidst this time do you have like three quick ideas for people how they can spend like the next day or two in quarantine like serious things um okay Mm, number one Take a deep breath. <laughs> um, and then again and again. And again and again. Um, uh, when you wake up in the morning, there's a Morgan Harper Nichols quote that I, um, that I downloaded. And it, it says, um, it says. I can do my favorite you're pulling it up. Oh, here I got it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, it says, 
she says, you do not have to have answers before you can exhale. Hmm. So, like yeah, just you don't have to have all the answers that you need right now to, you know, breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> and <laughs> let that breathing be breathing and and then tackle the next step. Um, I'm always reminded of the song from Frozen of just doing the next right thing. Um, mm -hmm. You should definitely listen to it because it is the most encouraging song to think about and to listen to in this time of like, okay, what is the next right thing? Um, and to, gosh, do something that you love. Do something that makes your heart happy. <laughs> and three, eat bread. <laughs> because bread will make you happy. If you are gluten-free, eat gluten-free bread. <laughs> bread is vegan. So, true. Hannah, what's your three things? Um, okay, I have some really, like, nifty, tangible things. Yes. One, most libraries have um, an app that they partner with. Um, the app that my library uses is called Libby. Um, I think there's another one called One Something. Um, not OneDrive, but something like that. But they have checking out, like, Kindle books, like ebooks, and checking out audiobooks. And they actually have a really good... Um, like wait time, I guess that makes sense because they only have, let's say like four audiobooks of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and stuff that could be checked out. But the waiting time really isn't that long and they have a lot of really popular books. I know I have like Michelle Obama's Becoming. I'm on the wait list for that um, and a couple other ones. But that I think is great for your walks and great for your free time. Um, yeah, and a lot of time I'm like, I really want to read a book, but I want to like keep moving somehow. So I recommend doing that, and it's free. Second thing, I have been super into scrapbooking lately. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Shutter, these are all not sponsored. Um, we're not that legit yet. Um, but on the Shutterfly app, you can get free photos printed. You just pay for shipping. So I recommend that taking this time to, like, make gifts. Especially that's a great thing for, like, people that like you're not working you're trying to save money or you're really trying to like show love for other people right now but it's really hard because you can't bake or you can't you know do certain things that you normally would do I think it's a great crafting time um and then the third thing is there's a ton of apps right now that have free like mental health um and meditation mm. apps and stuff so Headspace is one of those that I've used and then I think that yeah, Abide is an app that does, like, Christian meditations of Bible verses. And I just do the free daily ones. And those have been really helpful rhythms. Mm, those are so good. Everybody check them out. Um, if you want to, like, get more info on those, DM Hannah. <laughs> Her Instagram handle is... What is your hey, Instagram? Hannah underscore V19. There you go. DM her. Um, um. But this has been fun, guys. We hope um, to next week, I think, dive into some conversations that are more the topics that we really love <laughs> talking about, like the Enneagram. Um, but we're really grateful for anyone that just chose to listen right now, um, especially as this continues to be like a really fun outlet for us to like continue like something that was in our friendship at Loma that like we created at Loma that gets to grow from that mm -hmm. um 
but also it's just a good thing to pour into like in this in-between season I'm trying to just like create and I don't know what that looks like but that can like show up in so many ways yeah yeah thank you so much and we hope that you enjoy listening to our podcast and that you have a sweet sweet day so this is Cled and Hannah and that's the tea <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye.